people said opa or something. I don't know. I, I was thinking about pizza. I don't know why. <laughs> why would you use Shalom. opa or pizza? I don't know. I, I might not be Italian, but I was thinking like when they like make when they like do an impressive thing, it's like opa. I don't know. This that's a, that's our Greek brothers and sisters <laughs> racy right now. Look, those are our Greek. Those are our Greek uh, uh, family members, man. That's what it is. That's what it is. I we can't. Ooh. We can't be racist to the white people that are close. That's close enough <laughs> to, to us. Fair, they are. They are pretty close to each other. Yeah, but like they're, you know, it's like I, I think of all like the Baltic, uh, <clears throat> uh, like area stuff. Like they're like white people, but you know, put a little, you know, put a little Zatarans in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was most wise people until like eighty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> their brothers from the north were like, "We don't like flavoring." It's yeah. like, I guess we don't either. After the after Britain colonized everyone, they're like, "Well, we're the only white people." Until we started meeting other people who we need to be white to make sure that the definitely not white people are are held underfoot. So we got to start drafting white people. I think that's like the wildest thing is just like when you would hear stuff like, oh, yeah, Italians weren't considered white. I'm like, which Italians? <laughs> but I say that I look at somebody like Taz, legit, I didn't realize Taz was not a whole ass white man until I was fully an adult. Wait, Taz yeah. who? Hold up. Not uh, the Manian devil. <laughs> no. no. Taz the wrestler who looks kind of like the Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. Shape wise, anyway. If you see Taz the wrestler, tell me what your initial like. If you're googling him, what oh. your initial idea of that guy's ethnicity? Because it no. ain't white. My my <laughs> dad coached with a man, a different coach named Aaron Mock. He looked like he just looked like if Miller Light was a person. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what Taz looks like in this photo I have. Taz like. If someone told me Taz was biracial, I'd be like, "Yeah, I see it." I guess no, he was just tanning crazy. Yeah, he was just tanning. Well, crazy. like he looks like he might have a farmer's tan, which makes sense for this looking type of person. But I wouldn't have guessed biracial unless I was told like now. So yeah, Boy, I, I, didn't, I mean, I like because he saw his son, and I'm like, "That's a white boy." So yeah, what's going on here? yeah, because he's like, I think he's uh, Sicilian, so right. So like, that's they're close enough where like Sicilians can kind of uh-huh. like. The Ariana yeah. Grande phase. Yeah. Is that where Ariana Grande is? I, 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 I mean, she was Asian like two years ago, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, you know, I thought she's... she was also Hispanic. Rumors v- waved around about her for a long time, but I understand her grandfather to be Sicilian or at least Italian in some variation. And All right. that's where she Sister... gets her not white quote unquote-ness from. Since we're playing this game, I'm going to show you a wrestler currently in the WWE oh, in boy. NXT. Guess this race. <laughs> I want you to guess her. I want you to guess her race. Da, 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 da. Can they say it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say no. She cannot. Yeah, uh, definitely still don't. But yeah. yeah, you would. You would certainly. You could certainly do the Carfax. Is it logic three years ago or now? <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, interesting question. 
Yeah. All right. Because I, 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 I think, Jared, you know who I'm going to, I'm mm. going to uh, pull up. So. Oh, God, I'm scared. Also, I uh, got to do my research now if I'm going to WrestleMania, for Christ's sake. So let me learn. Sure, you might see some of these people and get yes. asked the spot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're gonna ask you like, "Hey, can you guess my race?" You're like, why are you asking like, me? Like, wait, what a weird question you'd ask a stranger. It's the All fucking right. audience. Hello, right. everyone. We want to direct our attention to seat four. Can you guess the race cam? <laughs> yeah, guess the race cam. It's great. <laughs> All right, uh, tell me this person's ethnicity. All right, let's see here. Click. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, I've I I had high school with seventeen of these girls, um, <laughs> and all of them were the whitest white known to man. But I can't say this is a full white person because you're asking me. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's kind of a trap. Yeah, I'm gonna say if they're mixed with anything, they might be mixed with like Hispanic, maybe. Like a little mild Hispanic somewhere in the bloodline, but n- other than that, white as hell. All right, I'm going to send you a photo with her and her dad. Oh Christ, it's going to be fucking Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Ving Rhames is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, I am so nervous. All right. Oh Lord, see, this is the thing. This is why I try not to guess anything about people because I don't know shit about shit. Holy fucking hell. You know that's what? A whole ass, that's a whole ass black man. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole ass black man. So I'm just like, so, and that's the thing that I think has been crazy, right? Because like the logic thing makes sense, right? Uh, where True. logic is like a white dude that's like inhabiting the space, but he's also biracial, right? But I, I, I thought our jeans went hard in the paint, but apparently, <laughs> maybe not. The problem with logic is that his dad was already pretty light skinned. Mm. Like his dad was already like like he looked like light skinned Dominican almost. Right. Her dad is not. Yeah, her dad is fucking. <laughs> there's not a there's not a confusion, bro. Who's like, the guy who was in the Hunger Games movies? The really cool black dude, musician, Cat uh, uh, Woman's dad. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that I went in that direction with it and just didn't know Lenny Kravitz on top of my head. Um, yeah, he looks like Lenny Kravitz, this guy, like in that direction. He, but he has like that same light skin vibe because I know people from like Barbados who should be dark as fuck and then they come Barbados. out fucking almost pale. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he has, he's very um, uh, Caribbean. Yeah, he yeah. looks Caribbean. Yeah. West oh, Indian. yeah, for sure. Uh, also, big motorhead. Well, I mean, your your daughter sour. Like her whole gimmick is she's like a surfer. <laughs> like it, uh, it feels like her gimmick is she would sell you like some bad crystals and also yeah. she, synthetic she, weed. Do you want some puka shells? She probably gonna sell you <laughs> for them for way too much. Yeah, the first day of Black History Month though, that was a great day on Twitter when NXT <laughs> was like, let's stand our black queens, and she was on the poster, and everyone was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, Wait, what? We gotta do homework? Oh my god. Now I look at her, and I think, I literally thought she was like the actual real-life person who lost that arm in the shark attack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was her legit. If if she wasn't, if she didn't tell me she was a wrestler, I would have been like, oh, Anna Sophia Robb played you in that movie. Mm. <laughs> did you... Did you, did you guys see that the Soul Surfers apparently a huge transphobe? 
What? Yeah. So. (laughs) God damn it. So I'm just saying, maybe the shark, maybe the shark, not wishing that anyone died, but maybe the shark should have finished the job. (laughs) Now that shark has some opinions on what's a woman. Um, I, I, I think you, I feel like that is, if you asked anybody this question and they answered truthfully, you would find more people like that than you think. Yeah. Which is just a general warning. If you yeah. have, if you are an ally and you're like, I love, I love this. I love this for you. I, I'm on the front lines with you, but you also have a poster of a, of an athlete in your room and you don't want to be disappointed. Do not ask this athlete, athlete if he is also an ally. Yeah. Also, maybe don't wake up at like <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and find out that one of your favorite basketball players is in the strip club with his shirt off, oh carrying a little <laughs> a little mini gun. Yeah, just uh, pointing guns at the at other players who are also in the strip club at four a.m. More like Namorant, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what the co- that's what the cops are about to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's look, what his lawyer says, uh, uh, but that's I doubt my it. dude, man. But like. I, I thought the whole point of going to a strip club is that you wanted to see the performer naked, not that you would go to the strip. Like I've been to my fair share of strip clubs. I've never decided I'm going to take off my shirt at the strip club. I too am the stripper now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tag team, girl. Come on. <laughs> I see what you're doing and it's inspired me. Exactly. No, it's Jesus Christ. That is, it's weird because like I've been to a strip clubs maybe two, three times in my life. Never in my life would I imagine, like, let me get down down to their level. Let me get on their level. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm never, like, trying to match their energy at all. Shit, I'd be timid half the time. I, I went with my girlfriend and, and some other friends a while back, and it was one of those. When I say I've been to a strip club, the first two times I went to a gentleman's club. <laughs> and then this time we went to a fucking strip club. We went to King of Diamonds this most recent time. Oh, oh, yeah. that's like you just went to hard mode. Oh yeah, we went to hard mode, and I didn't expect it. I was thinking, oh well, we'll buy a table dance, or whatever. I'll be, I'll chill, and all this stuff. No, they're just running through the fucking aisles, and they're like, because I'm thinking from the gentleman's club we went to, it was oh, if you want to lap dance, you got to be in the VIP dance. You got to be in the VIP section. No touching the girls. A bunch of rules. King of Diamonds. It was like. Hey, how much for a lap dance? All you gotta do is ask, and then they just go. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just throw you throw money on them and shit, but then they just go. And I was so not ready for that. I was with mostly girls in the group, so they were just if if a stripper's told to dance on a girl, they were fucking like go off. They will go ham. They were doing a lot of things. I was like, Jesus, you're you're literally picking these women up. <laughs> it's 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 a lot. Um, but then they were like, Emmett, we're gonna get you something. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I feel, sat there and went with it for a minute, but I was like, uh, "I'm here to watch." <laughs> I feel and uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, this is welcome to the thing. Uh, we're back. Uh, I'm TL. That's Jarrett. That's Emmett. We're gonna talk about strip clubs for a second here. Um, I feel that um, that women uh, are generally a little bit wilder in strip clubs and i wonder if it's like a thing of like the inhibition of like oh i can do whatever but then like there's like without sounding like too like shitty there's like uh like a twinge of misogyny of just like oh hey this is a sex worker i could do whatever but it's cool because i'm a woman 
that I, I I I feel like is kind of like a weird thing. They should we should probably like look at a little bit more. There's there's definitely a undercurrent of part of it is some people are legit gonna think exactly what you said, where it's a sex worker, I can do whatever I want. Um, which isn't great. Don't love that mentality. But at least in the crowd that I was in when I went, it was a mm. lot of because my girlfriend is the one who really, really, really wanted to go to strip club that night. And so, you know, everyone had a good time once they got there. But she was nervous about it. And I had to tell her, hey, I think because there's like a whole gendered aspect here, women are going to be a lot more excited if another woman is wanting their services because they understand that they understand where the line is and they know not to cross it because men have more often crossed it with all women in general. So they kind of understand that that interaction. Um, So I had to tell her, hey, she's probably she's going to come over to the table and see a table full of women and like three dudes and that's it (laughs) so like she's gonna come over there and be excited and sure enough everyone who came in our side was like going off so you know she had a good time and all that stuff and i think most people are gonna have a good time if it's like woman to woman but yeah Mm -hmm. massage the patriarchy strong enough to where it's gonna fuck up some women's heads as well (laughs) which you know you see everywhere yeah i you know i i just yeah it's just a thing i i wonder about like uh it can get very uh I mean Harry's probably the worst situation to put in that. But <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's 2023. I mean, I'm down for anything. Maybe, right? Uh yeah. but no, I, I just think like it's like uh it's a thing. But also I get it, because you know, women, like duh. Um but yeah. Everyone loves women, but not everyone shows it. <laughs> I think it's also sure. I, I don't want to speak for anyone, but it's probably like an inherent sort of assumption of safety. Mm-hmm. Like this group of people who are trying to enjoy a thing I'm doing that look like me and have similar problems, uh, allegedly, or like one could assume. It's not going to be here to try to take advantage of me in a way that I know someone else who looks more like the three of us would. You can maybe right. uh, maybe yeah. a- attempt to assume there's a different sort of wall you put up, a different kind of like space you put between you and like the job you're doing and the customer you're doing for when you the customer that looks a particular way can also be relied on to act a particular way mm-hmm. right uh not not to say that you know women couldn't also while in the strip club like you mentioned it's just we don't hear many stories of that do we where sure. we probably all heard stories of the opposite i we all i i went to a strip club once and i saw a dude Try to tip a strip club, a stripper with uh, with quarters. No, he was making so. it hail. Oh hell, no. <laughs> yeah. Sure. This is not the, in, the penny slots, but as a strip club. In, in our Canadian friends, they would like there. They, you do that, right? Like you get the loonies, you but they have like a bucket. This did not have a bucket. This was in America, so like, like they're just the like quarters, on the stage, like, looking at it, it to the skin. Yeah, right. It's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Nah, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Oh, yeah, you, you gotta take that dude aside. Be like, bro, yeah. man. See, roll of quarters. You got, you got, <laughs> you got laundromat fare here. You got fucking. Did your wife know stuff. where you are, sir? To be fair, this is the same dude I choked out uh, outside of my buddy's house. We were watching wrestling one day. We were watching a pay per view. He said something very fucked up and racist, so he stepped outside. And I I choked him out. I legitimately guillotine guillotine like headlock 
uh, right across the card across the throat, choked mm. him out. So. so he has a few points missing in every skill tree, as I understand. <laughs> <laughs> this man has been skill checked multiple times. <laughs> I mean, I would I, look. I'm not going to say you should always fight right supremacists, but I will say there's a good chance they don't know how to fight. Oh yeah, like there are some right. Like don't run up on every white supremacist. You will get some that definitely, definitely know like, how to fight. You can assume they know how to fight, or at least want to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is sometimes good enough. Like you don't always have to be skilled, but sometimes the energy will take you across the finish line if what you want to do is fight. Right. Uh, don't fight if a dude has his uh, shirt off at like a metal concert and it's a swastika on that dude's chest and he's in the pit. Maybe don't fight that dude, or maybe no. at least don't do it alone because that dude is clearly here the party, mm-hmm. like in a white supremacist kind of way. He's yeah. ready to go off in any right. context. He's waiting that. for the opportunity. Yeah. Maybe not light that candle. A dude you're watching a pay-per-view with? Yeah, you can probably get it. Yeah. Like, um, I'm not advocating for people who are going to gaming conventions, uh, five people at gaming conventions, but (laughs) if you're at PAX... What are you teasing? If somebody (laughs) says some wild shit... But if you're going to a gaming convention, it's going to happen in about seven days. I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm pretty sure... There are very few white supremacists who are going to packs that actually want smoke. So, like, someone just like pops to meet up. a single white supremacist there. I'm yeah. not to say they're not there. I'm not saying you're not there. I just don't follow you on Twitter and don't know you're going. So it'd be yeah. a surprise to me if you showed up there. Seemed yeah. like a bad place to go, personally. Boston, a great city for white supremacists. Right. Pax but East, that, a bad place in that in a great city for white yeah, supremacists. Blue dot and red state. <laughs> red state. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. blue dot and red state for sure. Um. Uh, boy, speaking mean. speaking about gaming, um, boy, Adam hmm. Sessler got into the shit, huh? <laughs> I look. I know he has gone. Because here's the thing: I need y'all to give me some more context on this. Because okay. I know Adam Sessler has been on some bullshit, but from this very limited view I have, the worst that I saw him do was like misgender a person like a year or two ago. And even that seemed to be out of like some, I'm just going to yell at them and say a bunch of shit and not pay attention to what I'm doing. And I was like, all right, that's bad. But then I don't think he said anything to apologize since. I don't think he's like done anything to amend for that. And now he's doing new shit now. So I'm like, this man's just always angry about shit. I don't get it. I feel (laughs) like he kind of got it. Like, that's kind of it. Like, he does the thing and everyone's like, man, why'd you do that thing? And then he just tweets through it. Without any mm-hmm. sort of rec- like self-reflection or recognition that maybe this thing could be wrong. Maybe it even could be wrong. Not that like you believe it's wrong or like I'm gonna stand stance on my thing, but like the 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 presence of an alternate opinion, not even an alternate opinion. I'm, that that assumes that this is like a, a peaceful debate that's happening and one person has a different view. This is that's not what happened. What yeah. happens is he says something some fuck shit, and then everyone's like, you didn't have to say that. Like we maybe maybe that one thing you're doing is wrong, and you can just we can move past this if you just acknowledge the one thing you do was wrong, and he can't mm-hmm. do that. And then he tweets well, through it. Yeah, it's like so. The most recent thing was people have come up, uh, and this is like in the backdrop of the what is a JRPG conversation, which was stupid and dumb, and I, I hate that we had those conversations. Like games are games, ultimately, right? Um, and um, so people have gone back and said, hey, this whole X-Way thing where you guys were reviewing Biden Kaidos in 2006, that kind of sucks, right? The smart thing to do would be like, you're right. 
In 2006, I was a much different person. You know, I'm not excusing it, but I've learned, I've met a lot of other people, and I'm, you know, I'm fine. What does Adam Sessler do? Oh, there, there's the anime gamers. They're coming after me. These alt right anime gamers. <laughs> when like a, a lot of okay. them are not alt right. Uh, and then uh, 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 Jessica f- over from uh, uh, over from oh, uh, GameSpot. Howard. Yeah, GameSpot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over from GameSpot. You know, kind of was very nice. Uh, and she was just like, "Hey, you know, people are just saying this." Uh, and he just decided he was going to be an asshole to her and then an asshole to other people calling everyone like alt-right trolls or the safe space like brigade. And I, and I have a very general question. Is Adam Sessler just gaming's Bill Maher? Like this guy who we thought was like this intellectual, but he wasn't, he was never was, he was always an idiot. That's literally the character he played on X-Way, right? Like he's very dumb. But, like, because he was essentially the first, right, the big famous game reviewer, we've given him, like, this room that we don't really give a lot of people to be an authority on stuff. And then when he says something stupid, instead of being like, oh, man, this guy's stupid, it becomes a big thing because you want him to be better. Like, at some point, when do we treat him like we do Moriarty and just be like, we're done with you. We don't need you. Because we don't. Is it time to sort of, like throw this baby out with the bathwater. Basically, yes. Important to remember is Sessler is not, he isn't, like objectively isn't the the authority that he used to be. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of stopped doing, kind of self-sabotaged that, like got himself out of here. Um, I think when he did, like kind of self in a self-aware way because he recognized the sea change was happening and he couldn't and it wasn't this this the people who were going to do what he did going forward even if they were inspired by what he did were not going to be doing it in a way that made sense to him and he kind of stepped himself out hmm. the problem is he keeps coming back <laughs> and no one wants him here <laughs> and no one it's, wants it's, him there. increasingly obvious like a why he left but B, that like his place here has changed. He's, and some of that is maybe because he's always kind of been this dude and just times have changed and mm, things yeah. are more inclusive and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and some of it is he's kind of not a critic anymore. He is part of the business business now. So he has a completely different sort of perspective on these things um, and a different tolerance for these things. There isn't to excuse. I think one thing that's also tends to be true about him and and why I think he maybe gets the leash he gets is that he's also been like very integral to a lot of people's sort of success directly. Like I know plenty of people who uh, can credit him as like giving them an opportunity to get big. Yeah. To get, you know, to get even a little bigger than they were. Um, And a lot of people kind of want to keep him in because it, it's it is and they then they they recognize that like it's it's sometimes hard to give up you know f- quote unquote family um not me though no uh, and i said you bald bitch shut, <laughs> shut your mouth stop talking yeah yeah i mean i'm kind of in the same or similar boat similar boat where i i do fully agree adam Sessler hasn't been the the go-to guy for anything and even as we've been talking about this i'm trying to think like because usually when you think about like the voices that are most popular 
in the gaming sphere. I could tell you like generally what they're into, what their opinions on on certain things. I couldn't tell you what's what's Sessler's favorite genre. Even I couldn't tell you that. Couldn't tell you like what gate what's his favorite games. Couldn't tell you any of that stuff. And I listened to a lot of his shit. Like I was watching fucking Sessler's soapbox on Revision Three. So yeah, like, I was about to say yeah. Right. I was like like even G Four when G Four came back, he was not he was the focus for like the first six months. Well, they and, got better people. Like yeah, it was like yeah. the the thing. Like, we we brought him back. We brought uh, what's his name back from Sacred Show. And they're like, they're going to be the anchor until we like build out the rest of these shows and the rest of these personalities. And then they immediately switched at least off of Sessler. Pereira still hosted whatever the Attack of the Show sort of mm-hmm. rebirth was. Yeah. But nobody was checking on Adam Sessler, even in G4. So I think everybody recognized, and even him, and probably even you know the executive G4, is like, this, guy, this guy's value to us is behind the scenes because mm-hmm. who the fuck is he reaching like who is connecting with this dude yeah uh, people yeah. ain't getting theaters ain't filled up when you hear adam sessler <laughs> right yeah it's, it's not putting buttons in seats not even that. adam or kevin Ferrer either but you know he's a good example of another dude who's like an adult who lives in the in the bay uh or at least adjacent to it mm. and might have some views of an adult white dude in the bay like yeah was really yeah. interested in nfts Really thinks that really really has a, really wants to make a case for the business class. Uh, maybe this dude in a in a, in a a community that's becoming or at least associated with being more progressive isn't going to be the dude reaching out and touching the new generation of whoever the fucks. Like, yeah, I mean, when you even think about like the like like Attack of the Show before Attack of the Show, it was uh, screensavers, right? Like the guy who did screensavers. I'm like, I'm an old tech tv guy i think like that guy went and created dig which is like (laughs) like a a site that i i don't know why no i know why it mattered to me because it was an aggregate site and i had to put articles on dig so hopefully somebody could read it and then get more eyes on the thing but like you're right like they these are guys who they're 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 white guys that aren't conservatives but are right like a lot of their thinking doesn't matter about like where progressive movements go because like they're still a status quo right Right. it's the reason why like these are the same people who are like oh everything is so woke or everything is like because one they couldn't define to you what woke means it just means things are different right and like these what these people are and we've we've been having these conversations ever since we were younger about Eventually, people get to this thing because you get older. You're like, "Hey, this is it. I don't get this, so I'm mad, right?" And that's where Sessler is. Like, anime anime tropes have become more openly like okay as people have grown up with anime, so it's shout less out Creed weird. 3. Huh? <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it, but shout out Creed Three. Like everyone tells me, it's just anime. <laughs> so it is like, just well. an- that. Look, Michael B. Jordan, who I should have a problem with. You guys know I have a problem with Drake and I have a problem with uh with uh 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 Gambino. Oh Gambino, that's it. Yeah, but Michael B. Jordan, I don't have a problem with. I would I would like to be Michael B. Jordan's friend. I would I I am a fan of Michael B. Jordan, and that movie is straight up just all of his favorite. It was the compilation of anime fight scenes. Yeah, and it's, just put an it AM, it's just an AMV, basically. 
Uh, it's a lot of green. Day I think, I, but I, I think a lot of these dudes. I mean, they were they're just moderates that you can expect this kind of behavior. You should expect this kind of behavior for. It's just in this space, a lot of people the pushback will become, uh, I guess, feel more serious because of the people doing the pushing back. Um, yeah, and like it's not like like I don't know what Leo Laporte's politics are. I'm not asking either, and he's not telling me. So right. like, he can just mind his fucking business. And no one's going to ask him uh, if someone <laughs> you can't. It's it's I have to imagine I would never I would I would never assume too much about what a person like him would assume what how he would react to this if he was put in a situation. But I think any rational person looks around and is like, like you said, anime is like a way bigger thing now than it was in 2006. Um, just mainstream wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, K-pop has, is like ruled the world four years ago. Um, yeah. I mean, it still does. But J. Like, Cole got a song with J-Hope right now. <laughs> right. Like, Asian culture is not just a weird fetishization that we make fun of anymore. Right. And it should never have been. But now it isn't. It's like, you really can't, like, in, in the year that everything, everywhere, all at once sweeps the Oscars, you really can't pretend that this is, like, weird anymore. Uh, especially since this isn't even the first huge, like thing from the east that has like taking america by storm mm-hmm. so when someone is like yo this thing you did is seems very strange and it's that you know the time period in which you did it was probably more of an explanation but like also you still did it and it was weird so so hey maybe the, don't on the back do of this weird conversation we're having maybe maybe we should all acknowledge that this was weird it's funny that he decided to say anything when the the usual move for the moderate is to say nothing Right, which I think would have been a better move than what he actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think he had to believe. I don't think he he even had to reply the way he did, if he still believes what he did, which is that what he that he did nothing wrong and that he is being attacked by overly sensitive people. I think there is still a way to do this to where that doesn't where what happens is you don't tweet through it for thirty six hours. Yeah, um, but. That's not this guy, man. No, yeah. you're you're right. Like it's it's a very weird thing, man. Uh, I know this stuff happened initially when he got the job at G four, right? So I don't know. Uh, dude's weird, man. It's yeah, weird. He's one of those where if he wasn't famous, he could tweet all he. Well, if he wasn't well known, let me say it like mm-hmm. that. Homeboy's not famous. Just, very few internet people not are. Famous, no, but, yeah. But if he wasn't like somewhat widely known. Tweet like this however you want, because you know mm-hmm. there's not much consequence to it. But he does not have the temperament of someone who should have access to a Twitter account to fire off thoughts without any filter. <laughs> yeah. And he's not he's the not only the one. Guy. And like he's he's, he's not relatively one, right? he's um this is these are outliers outliers because of like how aggressive he's doing it. But there are plenty of people in this business that are in prominent positions, some of which are probably in my inbox right now, um, and I'm in theirs who tweet ridiculously and it's like you don't have to be this way you mm-hmm. could just tweet about the games you yeah. don't have to talk about this and like nobody <laughs> the people that you associate with that you make your money with that you see at gdc and all these places where you're talking about buying and selling things all agree with you everybody else doesn't you know this every time you tweet this way why are we why are we doing this <laughs> you're no one can like there's no way you're going to tweet about these nfts and people are going to take you seriously yeah. stop doing it it's gonna happen to you every time. Stop doing it. <laughs> Stop doing it, and then getting upset that the pushback is the way it is, and then like building a resentment. 
to the people that are doing it, especially when the evidence is like compiling, uh, piling, piling up against the case that you're making for this particular things like role in the industry that you're trying to transform. Maybe just chill. Alan Sessler, you know what? Maybe just chill. Yeah. Maybe you were wrong. Maybe there's no amount of tweeting you're going to do that's going to make anybody think you're you're anything but wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just chill. I know your wife's Asian. I know you have an Asian child. Didn't fucking matter. Nobody cares. I want, You're wait, still upset. Is he? Does he do the the thing that like I a lot of the tech bros do? Like the personality is I have an Asian wife. Oh, I he, I don't think he ever said such. Okay, but I, I and, and to completely break the thing I just said, where I don't want to put any words in his mouth. I'm going to do that right now and say this is a reaction to someone who feels self-righteously defensive about a thing because it's accusing him of a kind of prejudice that he would then pull the receipts on putting at the relationship he's in with his wife and his family when they're as if that there's never been any evidence at all of someone being with a person outside of their race that is also still a fucking racist. Right. Happens to happen all the time, turns out. Right. I'm surprised we don't get a, a lot of like those dudes like, oh, well, I have a black girlfriend type thing. You know why I'm you sure don't they, get I'm sure there's that? YouTubers that do it. Well, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. There's YouTubers and stuff. I'm talking about like specifically in the games industry. Yeah. I don't know if that combination is all that common. It's true. <laughs> yeah, That's you're right. You're right. <laughs> Which, you know, sad Bobby to say. Got, but... Bobby Kotick uh, out here with the, the dying clone. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> oh my god! Bobby Kotick over here at the at the at the Bobby Kotick's in King of Diamonds too. Wildin. I I'm trying to imagine Bobby Kotick in a dashiki right now, and it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> I don't love it. He's like he's like my queen. I got everything from Activision, so we can go take our trip to, back right. to the motherland. Pause. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know Eve Gilman is out here. <laughs> Eve Gilmont with an African queen right now. Jesus Christ! See now I'm imagining like either Eve Gilmont or Bobby Kotick at like dinner with I forget the man's name. Who was the main character in the Five Bloods, the Spike Lee movie? He's about to be in that other movie with Kerry Washington pretty soon. Older black guy. He was in the Western um, with all the black people too. He's, uh, he's in a lot of shit. I forget his name. God damn he's, it. He is in a lot of shit. You're right. Um, <laughs> The harder they fall. Del Roy Lindo? I think that might be it. Yeah, bald guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the Trumper, the Trump supporter. Shit, he's a Trump supporter? Yeah, dude. No, the character he yeah, plays the character the plays is the Trump supporter. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, I didn't watch all the five boys. So like, <laughs> he's like very much not. That was part of the ad campaign is him going on interviews and being like, yo, this dude's wild and I'm playing this crazy dude that people I've met and I can't, I don't, I, this man is not me. <laughs> oh, so he's doing the Sam Jackson and Django. All right. Right, <laughs> I right. I respect that. But yeah, I imagine like fucking use Gomal at the meeting the father of his wife. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> he's like, so what you want to do with my daughter? <laughs> <laughs> It's the scene of a bad boy, but he's playing both parts. <laughs> see, this is this is just this is another Netflix movie that we're going to see in two years with uh, Chris Rock and uh, Jonah Hill. Bro, I said this. I was on Video Game Apocalypse podcast, and I said this when they make a sequel to that movie. Two people. That's mm. just the name of the sequel. <laughs> two, <laughs> two people. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> how are we still making you? <laughs> how is it? I think that's from the last episode. But how is interracial dating such a, a, a still a forward concept where it's like, but uh, what if we made a movie about it? Yeah, we're still making. Look who's coming to dinner. Why? <laughs> 
because the dinner happens to be interesting still. <laughs> I guess, but like interesting to whom? I get like we're Maybe still making movies. We're still making movies for like a Midwest that does that still doesn't know that like other people live in your small town. Like these small towns that we are assuming these people live in that like think this would be such an awkward thing don't exist anymore. Right. True. Like we're we're global. Like to me, I would I would feel more out of place going to a dinner if the person I was speaking to their parents were like like uh black israelites that i would like <laughs> go into a white a white dinner family like a white family right. dinner like i, I would feel more out of place in that spot and it isn't to say like obviously these things are can are still awkward and still happen right like, right there have been plenty i've been to plenty of places in plenty of situations where a person's father is like very disappointed that i am i am not a race mm. Yeah. And one time was very funny because I kind of completely understood. It was a Korean dude. And I was like kind of like kind of dating a guy with his daughter. And he was just like pulled me aside. He's like, you're a nice kid, but right. you're not Korean. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Okay. It's like I, I could not control like, where I was born. <laughs> like, it, we, I just, it's funny that we keep doing the same thing, right? Like it's not that these things couldn't be more interesting, but like why are we doing – Guess who's having a dinner with a black dude and a, and a and a white girl or the opposite? Why not? What what if Cindy Portier was trans? Now we have a different movie, don't we? That, that, why don't we just make that Howdy. Movie? I don't know what SNL skit you just wrote. I, I, I hope it's never made. Yeah, what if Cindy Portier is trans, just like thunderbolted into Keen Thomas uh, Teen Thompson's head? Oh my god, Kate McKinnon just woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Jesus fuck. But um to play slight devil's advocate as someone who hasn't even watched you people and probably won't if I'm honest with myself. Um from the trailers it looks like the dichotomy wasn't necessarily black and white. It was black and Jewish, which I think yeah. they were playing up the angle. I think they were playing up right, the angle of Jonah like Hill's oh, we're, we we've yeah. gone through shit too and blah 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 and you know, they're playing that up more than just Oh, you come from a different side of the tracks. It's like, oh, they're both like <laughs> historically, they've gone through other shit. So I'm like, right. if you listen, there, but not enough for me to watch, probably. If you listen to Kanye West, he would tell you, and <laughs> Kyrie Irving, they would tell you that you know black people and Jewish people are the same because black are the real Jews. Not my, those are not my to, views. Those are Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. He's probably not going to tell you anything. I don't know if that's hours. Kanye's views either. <laughs> I don't think probably Kanye not. has thought about it. I think Kanye was hard. like, the Jews took the money out of my bank account and I'm upset. Yeah. yeah. And right. I'm going to be, I'm going to say racist things until, uh, to try to get my money back from these other dudes. You're right. He just went also full, be racist. he just went full white supremacist with it. He was right. like, yeah, I'm going to be racist. Yeah, that's but like the cool modern white supremacist that it probably doesn't even believe in it. It's just like saying it to, to get the clicks because it's becoming, if you're hard enough, if you get close enough to the line, like, shuff, like shuffleboard, if you get close enough to the line without going over, you can make yourself a lot of money. Yeah. Kanye West, though, being a dude who just doesn't like taking his Lexapro, has no idea what the line is. <laughs> so he's just throwing. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. And also, like, yeah, people do that to get money. He's fucking kind. Does he not have money? <laughs> like you might no, be but in you debt, can get but more like money. make another album. Shut up. <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to build a Jonestown, so he needs more money. We Dude, don't need they a gave, company town. Shut up. <laughs> they gave they gave Steven Crowder an offer for forty five million dollars to do his fucking bum ass show. Like real talk. Like real fucking talk. Steven Crowder show 
I could do that show in my sleep. You just have to be vaguely racist, not read anything, tell a bad joke, four hours. They were going to pay that nigga $45 million. Oh, no. No and he didn't want it because he knew he could get more because they were paying other people more. They got Jordan Peterson out here doing, I forget how many, but in the millions to do a six-episode show where he just talks to himself on camera. <laughs> with his weird little Kermit voice I'm going to show you that you liberals won't come after me I'm, like, Jordan Peterson has the Glorilla thing where half the time he sounds like he's about to cry because right. he is yeah he sounds like Future like 10 years ago when he was just on Promethazine all the time and everyone, yeah. and all the everybody's like yeah you hear the pain in his voice yeah like a year or two he's after he was something. in that Miss New Booty video yeah right around right. there <laughs> I mean, look, when you have an iron deficiency because all you eat is red meat to own the libs, maybe, maybe you will yeah. cry every time. Go into a coma because you love benzos so much yeah. and tried to cold turkey and almost died. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's just bizarre. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he is objectively hilarious. Uh, yeah, he's very funny. Oh you can God. feel sad about things and then also realize like it's hilarious. Look, yeah, he if, put himself here, so it's fine. There you go. <laughs> Just if fine. if I was happy, if I happened to pass because I decided to ro- put rockets on my skateboard and go down a hill, like you could feel bad for a moment, but then be like, "Nigga, that was dumb. Why would you do that?" And yeah, get what did you think off. was going to happen? It's like the next, the the follow up question. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hold up, that's what you should like. If you die, right when you go to the to the, if you believe in a in an afterlife, you go to pro gates when you die. St. Peter should just be like, okay, you passed. All right, I got questions real quick. Um, <laughs> you decided to play Russian roulette? Why? Could you just why? I need to we need to have a whole conversation. Like you should you should have to have a you they should interview you before you go and be Get like, an exit interview to go to <laughs> I can't wait for God to meet me at the gates like what's good. Like <laughs> Yeah, we gotta talk, man. Hey. The fuck, dude. <laughs> uh how many hours did you play Valorant? How many? Oh, <laughs> no, we hmm. can't do that. Did you have made any better decisions? Nah, God's going to sit me down and be like, how many hours of Noah Caldwell Gervais video essays did you fucking watch in your life? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just, I like the way he puts together words about Resident Evil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. This, is, this, is, this isn't what I'm really like. Yeah. I, I feel like you, you die, like Tim Rogers passes and God's like, your job in heaven because you have a job, you just voice over everybody. Yeah, you oh. can't. You're, you're not here for peace. You need. You have a job. You have a job. I feel like if you have, if you have a good enough voice, that should be your thing. Like you should have to do like voiceover. It's like or like, hey, like in movies that actually happen. Someone narrates your life, and we get these bob ass narrators. Like it's what you have to right do. Idea. The thing is, they got to get the right narrator for the right things. Because like Tim Rogers. He couldn't narrate like Animal Planet shit, get Noah for that shit. But like Tim Rogers, he has to be in something like it has to be like everything he narrates has to be some everything everywhere all at once type goofy but sincere shit. Like that's the yeah, only thing. The history it has to be like a weird deep dive in like a baloney robbery in like 1919 <laughs> or something. Oh my god. I should Tim Rogers. Just enough I, twist and turns to get him yeah. down there for six hours. With like Look. 46 hours of ancillary detail that does not matter, <laughs> but sounds like I went to college. I only ate bologna sandwiches. <laughs> this bologna is a very special bologna. 
in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's the baloney that comes there. It's actually but, the same uh, baloney that told me to play <laughs> Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Then a, a, a review of Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I I feel like I'll now talk about Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, well, like I didn't mean for us to go into video essays, but here we are. I what I love about Tim Rogers and H Bomber guy is they have a point in their videos, and I love their videos. It's not me shitting on their videos. Same they way. have a point, but they will diverge off and then be like, you know what? No, we're here. Let's have a whole conversation about this random thing over here. Like uh uh the last H Bomber guy video was like talking about the Roblox oomph. And it turned into this yeah. expose on Tommy Tellerico. And it's like, how do we, like, where do we get there? How do we get to this point? Oh, God. I, I love the video so much. He does that all it's the so fucking good. time, though. Like, it's he so made good. that three, literally the video right before that was a three-hour video about human revolution being okay. And he has a whole, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Not, oh, it's horrible. Or, oh, it's great. It's fine. Three hours, this, of, it's fine. They, they both do it, and it's ridiculous. And I was I was never – what got me really into Tim's videos was the pandemic when I was sitting in front of my computer way longer than I used to. Yeah. Now I suddenly had time to watch three-hour videos about some bullshit. And his re, his Final Fantasy VII remake video, I think, is what got me. Because uh, there's a point in it where he starts counting steps <laughs> to, like, <laughs> get up a ladder or, like, how long it takes to get up ladders. And you can't skip the ladder screen, so, like – Walking up a ladder is part of the gameplay now. So, like, explaining the gameplay of walking up ladders and two ladders and off ladders <laughs> in the same sort of level, the same playing field as, like, combat is just a hilarious concept. But, like, it's 30 minutes of conversation. <laughs> I, I, I used to always be like, oh, these guys just need an editor. It's like, nah, sometimes you just got to let them cook. No, nah, they are the editors. That's the problem. <laughs> you got to let them cook. <laughs> God, have executive rule over everything. But no, I, I live for that shit, man. Like, literally, the Noah Call Will Gervais video I was talking about, that shit's seven and a half hours. It's the full <laughs> length of a shift at work. That's perfect. <laughs> I had I had one earbud the entire time at fucking Kroger or wherever I worked back then. Like, holy shit, I was going ham on that. Yeah, I live for that shit. I, I'll let them go on as long as they want, as long as it comes back around to something poignant. Tim's fucking choose your own adventure review for Cyberpunk. Oh. That's a bridge too far because then Where I got eight hours of review, but you only have to watch three of them, yeah. depending on which ones you need. It's so he's so good. It, it to me it was the Teki Mori Teki Mori Memorial video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good video too. It's just like him going through. It was like, yeah, when I was in Japan, I was like, damn, dude, okay. For a game here. you will never play because you can't get it. I can't get it. <laughs> I, I don't read Japanese. So yeah. I can't, I'll never forget it. I will cause. say that one's a lost cause, but uh, Boku no Natsume, that game, uh, apparently it's getting a fan translation. They're working on it right now. So maybe by the end of the year, maybe sometime next year, that'll be done because I will play that game. I don't give a shit. Hmm. That game yeah. looks fun. And that video essay he did on that game made me cry the first time I watched it at like 4 a.m. So <laughs> good Got job. This. Yep. Got him. Uh, that's what he's saying. Got him. More tears. <laughs> uh, so, JR, you shared something, and I don't know. Um, who is okay? Streamer with guns strapped up. <laughs> Wait, you're not familiar with this man? I have no idea who this guy is. Oh boy. All right. So, I will set up who it is. You set up what happened, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Moist Critical, also known as Charlie, also known as Penguin Zero. A lot of weird names. 
Hey, look, you got that many guns, you can have AKs. Like <laughs> the video has two guns, but he's mainly known for in the most monotone. Look, he has two guns in the video, but he probably's got more. Right. Um, in any case, he's very he's known for saying like wild, wacky shit in a, the most monotone voice. And it's not even like he's saying offensive things. It's more so he's just saying like cra- his humor is very crass, but he says it in the most uncharged voice. So it just sounds funny. Like imagine like a like a, a businessman for 40 years just having like the filthiest mouth and not thinking anything of it. And so he, he was able to ride that for a long time. And it wasn't until like the last five or six years where he started like blowing up. Like I'm winning awards on t- like Twitch streamer awards. I'm I'm out surpassing like Hassan and subs and shit like that. He's yeah. in that echelon now. But I was watching him like a decade ago when he was just talking over obscure Japanese ROMs <laughs> and just gameplay yeah. of them. So, yeah, he's popped off now. And now he's got a whole empire where he's like, Got fucking esports teams and all this shit, and apparently some guns. Mm-hmm. He um he also got big. Uh, he he was part of the wave of like when the, the Amber Heard Giant Up trial was happening. When like all of these like oh. um, these video these these streamers and 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 YouTubers were like all at once pivoting to this trial because of simply because of the algorithm. Yeah, right. Um, Profit. He was one of them falling into that so he's become like mainstream enough for that's a move he can make um that's true and that has sort of been the part of the gateway to like him just kind of being a like a general purpose like streamer it's no longer just games anymore um which is how he finds himself in positions where he's like feuding with other streamers like sneeko specifically that's what he did that shit for um sneeko <laughs> is uh a streamer like alt-right like Madnosphere dude yeah um he's not quite aiden ross because he didn't get the sniff uh andrew tate's seat after he left but he probably would if he could um but you can't because uh andrew tate's in jail and has been for the past like 60 days so that seat might smell like more than andrew tate at this point (laughs) right (laughs) sneakle got into some shit um i don't really remember how this happened or like what the real details is but he's been spending the last like several weeks like uh being put under pressure by twitter random twitter users because apparently he was like paying people to have sex with his wife or his girlfriend in front of him or some shit oh i know the story on that it's i have i have no idea what that story is all right i just every time i see a thread there's like 19 motherfuckers in there being like oh so is this you and then like screenshots or whatever long story short he wanted to do a four-way with another couple and it ended up with her enjoying it a lot more than he did and so he was kind of just watching a lot and he he told this whole story on one of these manosphere podcasts back when he was like not manosphere totally the opposite very left-leading on all that shit and then that's he told that story on a podcast shamed himself did something in his brain to where now he's all manosphere all the time that brain poisoned him oh yeah that something he poisoned himself somehow (laughs) because after that shit got out and everyone just roasted him for it he's like you know what i'm just gonna be horrible now (laughs) so and sneaker has been like his one of his things is he like has like a running sort of list of like youtubers and streamers who like call him out for any particular thing yeah voice critical ended up on this list for some reason yeah and the two of them have been going back and forth ever since yeah i know he had a thing with uh with noah samson with noah samson i think yeah. with destiny but like he um 
for at a stream, I want to say earlier this week, he was like, you know, letting his like, addressing his ops, which <laughs> involved him flashing guns on a stream, and he kept calling the magazines of his one of his pistols like clips. Yeah, a response to this video was Moist saying, "Stop calling it clips," and then suddenly from. Adam knows he, he like no clips a fucking Glock in to his stream and racks it takes the takes the mag out is like these are magazines and then uh, puts that down pulls out like a AR fifteen is like these are magazines and I'm like what yeah. I just have that ready <laughs> and it's like the thing about critical he lives in like a nice place like he he's not in like some fucking podunk house so when he pulls out an AR nineteen in this well lit fucking bedroom. <laughs> It's like, but, what? But see, Evan, I don't need shooters if I am the shooter. Yeah, what like, if I am the shooter? <laughs> run <point>. up. <laughs> it's also like, it was just, it's not, it, it's not that surprising to me because a lot of, I'm sure a lot of these rich dudes do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's just, that's not the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To start waving guns at the camera. Exactly. He totally looks like, like, Jesus, if he was casted in like 1994. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus and Max Payton. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I have to ask when I see that, where are the fathers at? Where are the, <laughs> you know, if, if white, if white men could, could take care of their kids, we wouldn't have to worry about this kind of violence in the streets. I'm just saying. That's the most oh, you shit. Right? shit. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. <laughs> just but saying. no. That that whole scenario is just the weirdest shit. I had no clue it was Sneeko. I I Sneeko is just a chronically unserious person to me. Cause he's one of those yeah. where look, I, I never really kept up with Sneeko. I didn't know who he was until I started hearing about his whole manuscript turn. Um, but everything I see from him, it's like he's trying so hard to be in that space to where it comes off as what it probably is, him just trying to stay up for attention and just doing shit like that just for the shock value and the conversation of it because here we are talking about it but like goddamn, he's just it's not even funny it's not like andrew tate's just a like a miraculous idiot or <laughs> mm-hmm. well, just like he's kind of sad and pathetic so i'm like god man it's not even yeah. fun when you pop up and it's it feels like you said like so not genuine like i feel like mm-hmm. some of these dudes believe it and i feel like he doesn't like he, he he's trying yes. to force himself to believe it because of the accessory gets to be evolved in now, but like, I feel like if if these dudes stop calling him or they stop answering his request to get on these on these shows or on these podcasts, would he continue doing this? Probably not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like I don't think he's a true believer. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know I don't know. It's he seems so unserious, but also he seems so young. Like I think Sneeko's yeah. like what 23, 24? I don't actually know. He's probably I younger he's than a young, me. Yeah, he's a young cat. Like, I think that's what I got from the Noah videos at, at the very least. 24. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, you poor child. It's weird to be like this so publicly. Like, I think. But that's where we are. I think that's a lot of people's problem. Yeah. Right? That... Like, I know Speed's going to be 40 and be like, why the fuck did I record all of this all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I did some of this. I wish I didn't do some of this on camera. Right. Yeah. Um, and Mr. I mean, Beast is like 25 as well. Yeah. We right. talked about it before. It's like, I, I feel like. A lot of these people need to have an actual real job before they do these things. Not like I want you to 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 not have your earning potential, but it's like people gotta learn like that there is a thing about being too young on the internet too much, right? Like 
I know for a damn fact, because I see the Facebook posts, there's no way in hell I should have had a YouTube camera in front of my face at age 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just too stupid. Like, there's That's just what it is, right? Absolutely. And I, I think, like, there's going to be conversations that we're going to have, like, 10, 20 years about, like, the effect of always being online and how we've kind of we have become more empathetic, but then also have stripped some humanity away from folks. So like there's going to be like a different change, uh, just like of the generation that we are currently have. Like I, I don't know what the next generation is because I don't know if like, if there is a kind of revolt of like, maybe we shouldn't be online as much. Like maybe we should interact a little bit differently. I don't know. It seems, it just seems so weird, but I will also say, cause this is where people are like, and this is why things were better. I don't think things were better. Right. Like, uh, I had a friend who told me, he's like, well, all this stuff happens. Everyone's more mad cause they're online. It's like, no, it's just, we see it more, but shit's mm-hmm. always happened. Like you're always going to get people who are rad- radicalized. Like Andrew Tate is big now, but there was always an Andrew Tate. You may not have heard about that Andrew Tate. It would always be the thing of like, after two or three years later, you'd be like, oh, fuck, that was kind of fucked up. Did, I didn't know that was happening, right? But like these things still happen. It's just that mm-hmm. we kind of can yeah. see it now more often. Yeah. that, And I think the, the seeing it more often does kind of um, – catalyze sort of a race to emulate and then one up like i don't think this happens i think a lot of this happens if there wasn't such a benefit for it to be done like if if like the risk is it isn't being canceled because being canceled in and of itself is a kind of a benefit because that really just means instead of trying to have to choose between a couple sides that means it just bars off some sides so now you right you, this choice has been made for you but it's, there's not not a whole lot of monetary um penalty unless you're doing something illegal um if you have enough money illegal doesn't really matter either true uh like how many of these people get fucking canceled <laughs> like none of them really i mean my my thing is like these people i didn't ross maybe but like that well, doesn't, that doesn't really stop him from being a thing you can see he's just not on twitch anymore right, right? when nick yeah. robinson still has videos come on my youtube feed right like, and i'm so just like you- who I thought we really got you at the fucking paint, dog. Like, what are you still doing here? That shit. Yeah. I still guess I still can't believe Nick Robinson happened at all. But in any case, um, yeah, I'm I'm my thing about like people growing up young on the internet is like when you are when you're young, you're gonna fuck up. And I think kids need wow, kids. I'm 20 fucking eight. Let me chill. But no, you're right. <laughs> say it. Say it. Welcome to the club. Say it's it. Out there. Um, I think they just need like room to fuck up and not have it be a defining thing about them. Because even me, someone who's been on the internet since fucking 2009, like, oh shit. I might have been like 14, 15. Um, I definitely have. You could probably search right now and find some tweets I made in 2010 that were not great. Um, but at the same time, it's like people gotta have room to like have those awkward things and have those things. I got I got friends in high school who were awful, and then they got out in college and realized, oh, that's just not gonna fly in the real world. And then they come back, and now they're changed people. So like, people just need that opportunity to come out. Now, if you fuck up, if you say something racist or homophobic or whatever, and you're like 16, it's not, 
oh, everyone, it's either everyone gets mad at you and you're not getting any positive construction that's going to actually change you. So you just shut it all down and you go away and then find that community who is encouraging that behavior. And it's just get defined by saying awful things forever. Like, and then you just become part of those, you know, that's kind of what's going on with Sneeko, where I'm sure he's folding into this shit right now because he's still heartbroken over whatever happened with his girlfriend. But now that's all he is because that's the only positive feedback he's getting. Um, so he's having to go with it. Um, I think if you do that shit offline, then when you get back online, it's like, all right, now things are normalized. But you got these algorithms pointing the same shit that you're wanting right now to you all the time until it runs out. And it doesn't really run out. So, yeah, it's something I think about a lot. It's just like, shit, let people fuck up and have chances to grow, you know? The ways you can fuck up are different now, though, too. That's like, true. That's true. And we, I think the benefit we had is that nobody saw us do it. And right. we, it wasn't, it wasn't, we weren't, the judges of our behavior wasn't the entirety of the world. Yeah, just the people right <laughs> here in front of us. I think it's easy to be like, all right, this person's fucked up. It's up to the community to like check them and get them on the right path because we don't want to isolate them and turn them into something worse which is mm-hmm. how it normally worked or how it used to work but now the community if i say something now that would get this show canceled the communities are many communities that will all see a version of this clip and i'll have a different opinion about it right but there's no way i'm going to be able to as if a person if i'm the person under fire here there's no way i'm going to be like which ones who was giving me the right advice like yeah or like is there there's always going to be a sex that is never going to forgive me mm-hmm. um do i do I perform whatever I do next based on this particular group's um, opinion of me? Because I'll never win that. Um, there's also a group that would never turn on their backs on me regardless. Um, hypothetically, if I'm a streamer, because you see it all the time, where it's just like heart emojis and mm-hmm. like, we love you, bro. Go go away and come back stronger or whatever. Yeah. Even though I probably did some crazy wild shit that I should probably get punished for. <laughs> Um, I can't perform for them either because they're not giving me the right information. Um, where are these communities in the first place? Like if, if what got me on the internet was like a games fact fucking forum, these people are my family. <laughs> these people are strangers. <laughs> right. Like, and yeah. they always were like, they might be the reason I'm here, but like they were never mentors. Uh, where are these people like this? And, and like you said, this happens all the time. You know, I don't, I like, I would say, a great example of it is Justice Thomas, hmm. who is incredibly isolated, lived in a very poor part of Alabama, uh, um, was isolated by his own community and then by other communities because he was a little he, – he got out of, you know, very poor rural black Alabama, uh, went to a moderately more um, – moderately more uh, well-to-do parts of, like, Georgia to go to school, but full of mm-hmm. white people didn't want him there. Uh, he went back to his – poor black neighborhood. They didn't want him there. Uh, who was going to put him in the right position? Like his, his mentors were his grandfather that didn't think he deserved anything unless he like, like struggled for it. Right. Because he struggled for it. Uh, he his entire life afterwards. is like, like lionizing struggle, which is why he has these weird fucking opinions. Like nobody found him. And like when he needed him to be like, Hey man, maybe not. Yeah. And He's been, like, even before the internet, motherfuckers had bad mentors. <laughs> yeah, true. Some but he didn't like have all these before. inputs. It wasn't It wasn't so many people. He couldn't just say some shit and get, like, 
every single corner of society's opinion about it to confuse him even more. He just got like put on tracks based on his experience. Well, and also you you had one bad mentor. You couldn't go to badmentors.gov. And- <laughs> right. <laughs> and you couldn't get through the bad mentor. You couldn't go to the mentor app and get a new one. Yeah, you couldn't swipe like, right on a bunch of mentors and just fuck yourself over 50 different dates wise. Like- and especially like his mentors were like either, you know, pretty, uh, pretty poor. I would say, you know, poor father figures, but like also people who were hurt people who were trying to do better, who really didn't have who were really not equipped to do much better um, because of the circumstances they were in, kind of the people they became because they had they were in the same situations. Uh, When he left the situation, it was like the other mentors he had were people who didn't want him there to begin with. And he had to feel like he had to prove himself to these people all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And even there's no amount of proving he would ever going to do that would have made some of these people feel like he had managed to be there either like it's the weirdest thing the weirdest fun fact about him he's like this man's like a black nationalist like he's a crazy like pro-black dude but you would never know based on how he votes how he rules and how he behaves yeah uh but that's what happens when you're you spend 80 years all fucked up and that that isn't to say i'm not saying sneeko is going to be the fucking uh supreme court justice what i am saying (laughs) christ this this concept that the internet is changing the way people sort of changing the, the, the boundaries in which someone can fucked up is true, but it's also not um, that unique in that yeah. it's never happened before. Uh, it's just, it's always been about like the community that gets you where you're going. And the problem with the internet is the community is fucking huge. And there's a lot of them that intersect and you never really know where the right one is. Um, mm-hmm. And the way you get your feedback is like, does someone sit you down in the same room and you guys talk as people or do you just like go through clicks and ratios and shit? Cause that exactly. changes the way you interact with shit too. I mean, Hey, they, there's a reason they say it takes a village and not a fucking country. <laughs> yeah. The village should not be Twitter. I think we all yeah. agree. Um, Cause the village but, is small enough to provide actual specific care. Twitter won't do that shit. <laughs> It'll right. just find the one thing and just pick at it forever until you hate it or love it. Right. Yeah, so it's it, there's no and there's no answer. Mm-hmm. It's like the or rather the answer always was like make sure that someone's here to guide you because you you being able to guide yourself is going to be a mistake. And it happens, you know, it happens all the time in music, right? People always talk about it. Like they get into music young and it's completely different than they think it was, and they feel like they at a certain point they're like taken advantage of and. They wish they had someone who did like show them the ropes before or yeah. the advice they got going in was like motivated by other things. It's like how many people, how many, you know, fucking Miley Cyruses are there? They were like, man, this whole shit was way different when I was just a Mickey Mouse girl. Yeah. Or whatever. I, now, I mean, I, here's the thing that's fucked up. As soon as you started saying that, I was like, oh, I know two examples off the top of my head. And then you said Miley Cyrus and I'm like, damn, all I got is white women. <laughs> I was well, like, I think Keisha pro- and Taylor think- Swift, that's all I got. <laughs> It a hundred percent exists, especially now. Like black men, kind of black rappers, at least, kind of help sort of shine a a light on commercial opportunities away from it. When mm-hmm. like SoundCloud was came big, like Certainly. Denzel Curry and Tyler Creator and like all those dudes, kind of like showed you that like if you can reach an audience, especially if they can pay you directly, you don't got to go through these people. The problem mm-hmm. is nobody was teaching, especially those two people, how to like behave like an adult. They had to learn that by themselves too. So like, again, mentorship 
the the way the mentorship sort of circles like interact is always going to be fraught. Certainly. Like I'm sure Tyler is like, man, I was wilding. Oh God, Tyler. Here's the thing. Tyler was wilding, but I, I have no idea, but it worked out for him. I don't know how. Like Denzel Curry, I'm less familiar with like his early, early um introduction. He was, never a, he was definitely never as bad. Okay. Okay. He I feel like Denzel he might Curry have been was edgy. like a less like a less edgy Hobson that could like rap a little better. See, um, shoot, Hobson was great one too. It had a better um better sense of like crossover appeal. Okay, okay. Um, well in that case, yeah, Denzel Curry's all right, but yeah, Tyler Creator, I it doesn't make sense. It shouldn't work. Like, how was this motherfucker the being compared to Eminem when he first dropped, and now he's fucking out here like a queer icon. Like, how does that happen? And how does he get away with that? Now he shouldn't. Like, I'm I'm glad where he's <laughs> I'm glad he's at where he's at. But like the fucking the 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 plot doesn't make sense. It feels like fucking Nier Automata, and, then, and I'm playing as a different character now. What happened? <laughs> right, and then be you know. Be almost like a queer icon and then make a Gangster Girls album for funsies. <laughs> exactly. With a fucking like stopping to beat a million times to let DJ Drama just talk. <laughs> right. That doesn't happen. And like, and then, you know, bring dudes like uh, Rocky into like spaces that, or help, help them get into spaces that people like him don't get into, like yeah. fashion, big fashion West guy. Westside Gun as well, another one. Westside Gun, yeah. Big, big fashion guy, big wrestling guy. Like, like mm-hmm. the, the funny, the crossover appeal is crazy because it's something that was kind of only a thing white people did up until like five years ago. Was like that... a white dude would come in and be a rapper and then they go to country and then they start being fashion icons or whatever the fuck. They all, they all end up being Post Malone. But like it's oh, funny to see, say, that yeah, actually, Post to see that kind of crossover for a lot of black rappers in a way that that isn't just like the ones that are safe. It's not just Will Smith. It's Pusha T doing Arby's commercials or whatever. <laughs> Pusha T doing his beef with McDonald's. Yeah. Good guy. Or yeah, or Cardi B's entire career. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Great point. Yeah. she Once she got with Bruno Mars, it's like, oh, she's she's here forever now. <laughs> yeah, she's safe now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Look, man. the other people didn't like her were people who actually, I don't think, has have heard a song from her. I, 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 I guarantee you Ben Shapiro's never played WAP before no he just read the lyrics exactly. in the funniest way possible <laughs> that's some wet ass pussy <laughs> nope he's he just he had, <laughs> he had to know right this is why i think these motherfuckers aren't real aren't real people ben shapiro had to know the the the, the value of the of him just reading was word for word for like four minutes that, it, that no one's taking this seriously he is a meme from now on he has to know that when he does this I think he, you know what? I bet out of all these fucking Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder types, I think 60% of them are in on the grift. It's the 40% that we don't know yeah, who it and is. I think it's funny though. You got to identify the ones who aren't. And I feel like it's easy to find. It's, some of them are easy. Like, I feel like uh, Walsh is probably a true believer. Yeah, um, I think Jordan Peterson's a true believer. He's cried too Peterson, often on camera. He cries every time he talks yeah. about it, so he has to be. He's like, I don't, um, you think Walsh is a true believer? I don't think Walsh real. is. I don't think. I think. Wal- I think. I think Matt Walsh. I think is he's a, a scammer. I don't oh, think. Wait, he's a is true that believer. the dude who made a documentary? Yeah, that's dude okay, who made yeah, what is nah, a woman. I don't think. He's, yeah, I, I think he's just talk. I think he's like pushing the agenda, so to speak. I don't think he really believes in this shit. Now, here's the thing. I don't think he has something he does believe in because he will so fully put himself into the griff for the sake of getting money. So mm-hmm. I don't think he has actual beliefs in any of the shit he talks about. 
but I think he's just very much like oh, he doesn't have any money this. motivation though. He's very he's very dollars and cents oriented. I think as a lot of them are probably. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, I wish him, obviously. I wish. Look, there's a market as a as a, as a black man in my in my later thirties. There's a market for me to fully go whole heart into conservatism and be the black (laughs) conservative gamer i can't do it but there's a market for it think about it we already have like long beach griffey doing that shit almost like he's almost there but think about it you have to i think the thing is like you have to be able to market right you have to be able to market it to people and they can feel like well like someone like long like Long Beach Griffey and stuff like that. Like that's like to a younger, like you have to sell it to an older market. I can, I can be sold to an older market of like, of uh, conservatives. Like I would, I could be sold as the, the nega version of Khalif Adams, right? You have Khalif <laughs> there and I'm like on All the right, opposite dark, end. Dark Khalif. Until dark you say Khalif. Khalif Adams, I was about to be like nega version or the nega version. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If, if if so, I wish if if it worked for Kyle Noir, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Kyle Noir, like pro gun, pro America, like dude who was doing, um, he had a TV show on one of those, um, not Newsmax, but like mm. whatever the fuck was before Newsmax Daily Wire. Show. I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know um, if that's a show or a network. That's a that's a. Really a sh- oh fuck! Uh, I know nothing. <laughs> but he definitely ha- he has his own. He, I know he has a his own YouTube channel, and and it was all about like being, oh, being a gun activist from a, like a black perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem, of course, is like the black perspective is from a white perspective, which right. is why it works for him. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like I'm arming my, we should arm ourselves in our communities because the, the system around us continue, continues to militarize itself in a way that might find us specifically targets of a thing we can no longer rely on legislation to prevent. Uh, that is like the, that's like the, the LaCroix flavor of his situation, but that's not what he ever gets into the, well, all he is ever doing is courting these right ring weirdos. He's never really using that perspective that like the black Panthers did it and they did it for this reason. He'll say the black Panthers did it just because he can draw his line to other black people. Right. Um, black Panthers who were also probably pretty conservative, even though they were also pretty progressive politically and economically, they were probably also, most of them were uh, heterosexual men who we're not all that very inclusive to other to ideas outside of that. Oh yeah. Um, but it's not like he's inviting, you know, more centrist or liberal progressive gun nuts to talk to him about like what the role of the gun is in a black person's hands. Uh, I think he got close with killer Mike, The killer Mike himself is kind of more of a centrist conservative too. Yeah. Um, but like if that worked for him, if he was like a multimillionaire doing this, that I can be like, I can do this. I can absolutely grift. I can actually, I can absolutely be in CPAC talking crazy if I thought the paycheck was worth it. 
But it's never gonna be worth it for me. Yeah, it's, it's not God. one. The money's not worth it. Two, like I know me at some point, <laughs> I would flip up and be like, mm. "Well, they're gonna catch me at Waffle House talking crazy." Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta explain myself to like uh, Dana Loesch or whatever her name is, and nah, it's, it's gonna be a problem. It'd be over for me the second because at LA, I'm planning on getting the tattoo of the eye from To Pip a Butterfly from Kendrick. The second they see that tattoo, questions are getting raised. The yeah, second they see a bayonetta <laughs> statue in my fucking room, it's over. Like. There's there's too many fucking hints that I'm in the shit that will cancel their shit out. They're gonna look at my YouTube and be like, "You watch fucking contrapoints? Hmm. <laughs> studying. Yeah. I'm studying. I'm studying what the liberals say. Yeah, what the woke liberals yeah. say. I gotta, I got, I'm giving. I'm giving us the language to combat the liberals. Yeah. What's this? Me a molder in your sub box? Huh? You have well, FD signifier. That. You're out. You're out. Well, depending on what part of Twitter you are, FD signifier is also a Nazi. So uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can misdirect them, put the veil down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anything for the bag, I guess. Jesus. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, anything for the bag. So, hey, if you want to give us a bag of money, please do. Uh, come see me in person. Give me a bag of money. And just be like, this is yeah, for a, you. A comical like, monopoly, cool. man. Size bag of money. See, yeah. see, either me or Jared at PAX, and we will split it three ways if the bag yeah, is Yeah, this is a... It's evenly like, divisible by three. <laughs> yes. Oh, I will say, uh, we don't talk about games a lot here, uh, but I've been playing that WWE 2K23. Um, Funny story. Um, the embargo's up, so I can say I reviewed that for IGN. Yeah. It's oh, working yeah. its way through the process. Yeah. Um, you should see that soon. Yeah. Um, that's a good That's a good one of those. Hmm. I, it, I have to. I'm going to do it again. I forgot it, to record it, but I will be um, christening the game with a one on seven match of black dudes versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Yes. I forgot yes. to record it, but I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to see if I can put it in their video review. We'll please. see what happens. Right. But yeah. Right where the score is at. Just. Right. <laughs> 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 arms going at him. <laughs> Not to say Kaido Aji does a, they, he has a full 100 point scale. Yeah. No, we're uh, 10 point. Oh, 10 point? Oh. We're, we're, we're all, they were 20, then they went to 100, then back to 20, and we've been 10 for the past yeah. couple of years. So I would say, if this, if this game got a seven reviews, that's what you do. The insert seven out of 10 <laughs> stomping out Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, my God. I was specifically stomping out. That'd be the funniest image. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really – I you know what? Uh, I've been – very hit and miss with that series, and I will say I've been enjoying it. Uh, there's still some hiccups, but you know it's an annualized game. But I think they <laughs> they went back and was like, "What were the good stuff that people that people like making their own entrances? Fine, we'll bring it back." Okay. People hated twenty so much they're like, "Fuck, we gotta chill." <laughs> <laughs> no. and the Assassin's Creed, like we gotta stop. We gotta make this yeah. good. Uh, also, twenty happened like the the the, the dev team was fire basically right in the middle of development. Oh yeah. <laughs> 20. The thing that was crazy about WWE uh, 2K20 was literally every wrestler was just the same model. Yeah, <laughs> it was just the yeah. same model. There was, was like, like woman what? model and man model. And like, that's what happened. I was like, why does Adam Cole <laughs> <the> color, color <laughs> spider and there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Not Keith uh, Lee. Yeah. Someone will make Keith Lee in that fucking game. Oh, wait, no. You don't. There is a wrestler named Keith Lee already. Oh, it. fuck. I thought you were talking about Oh, yeah, not that guy. Keith Lee. <laughs> no. Oh, I, Tony, Tony Khan, no. second show also in a row. Right. 
Don't fumble the bag. Get Keith Lee in a segment with Keith Lee. You yeah, got to do, do it. This. It's just a phone call. Keith Lee's not turning you down. I promise you. No. All right. Is there another famous Lee? Is there one more famous Lee we can think of? Because I have a bad joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> David Lee. Uh, um, David Lee's not a lot. Not famous bro. enough because I don't know what it is. Uh, uh, mm, Leroy? I, I am positive there's another famous Lee. I just couldn't Yeah, tell there's you. like probably a million famous It's Lee's. bad because the first Lee I went to was fucking Lee from Rush Hour, but that's fucking Jackie Chan. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> It's also probably seven, 70 roles he's played as he's probably been like Officer Lee or some shit. I'm not yeah, saying honestly. the Tekken character Lee is basically Shan. If we can green screen in Lee, then let's get Keith Lee, Keith Lee, and Lee from fucking Tekken. Call him <laughs> Lee 3. <laughs> All this for that joke. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I'll set it up for five minutes just to have a really disappointing punchline. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're on the packs, uh, if you're there on Thursday... Uh, is that the Dragonfly Theater? Which which theater is this at, Jarrett? Uh, your panel. It's Dragonfly Theater. Dragonfly I... Theater. Uh, hmm. At 8 p.m.? Mm, I think it's 7.30. 7.30. I'm going to check I, right now. It is 7.30. You're right. Line up at 7. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, line up at 7. Go to the Dragonfly Theater. Uh Go watch uh, uh, Jarrett with a lot of other really cool people. Uh, uh, rate video game did uh, video game characters Tinder profiles. It's uh, the Arachnid Theater. The Arachnid Theater. Okay. Um, I'll say in my experience, late panels tend to get a lot of attendance um, mm. because a lot of especially like right around a, an hour-ish after the show floor closes, which is what this is. I think the show, the show floor closes at like 6, 6.30. This is 7.30. So people who will still be lingering want something to do, and they'll still wander into whatever. Right. Um, when Alex did his... Um, there's now, actually. I guess he did post... They posted uh, recently that Alex O'Neill, friend of the show and of my heart is in the process of transition hmm. uh, attempting not to uh, give themselves like, <laughs> like super asthma while they're taking <laughs> home hormones. But, <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, when they did theirs, um, probably like four years ago now, it was around seven seven thirty, and a lot of motherfuckers showed in there. Nobody knew who the fuck we were, but they came in anyway. Mm. So if you're thinking about it, like the the, the lineup of seven joke, not a joke. Show up <laughs> because the line might be crazy. Um, I also don't. I I only have a vague idea what the show's going to be. So your guess will be as good as mine. I know yeah, this. I is promise unlikely. you, it'll be it'll be uh, mm-hmm. something to remember. And I'm going to apologize now because I am straight and male. In my opinions, might not be great. Mm. In so that case, that someone now. record it so I can watch it because I'll be getting off a plane. <laughs> <laughs> they usually um, they usually broadcast the panels out, so um, yeah, ooh. it'll probably be on one of the Twitch channels. Yeah, um, and I think there's a recording you can just get. Like I don't remember how that works. But I think you can. Just- I will yeah. show. We will watch that in the hotel room once we get there. <laughs> I'll be like, look, Midnight these are the one of the idiots we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, um, go that. Um, uh, you see, uh, Jared and Emmett, uh, please go say hi. Uh, and like I said previously, uh, you won't see me. So good. I don't want to see. It. I don't want to say hi to anyone. I got to print out I that fucking some... picture so we can have you with us. <laughs> Just I had photo somebody like <laughs> somebody tweet at me recklessly uh, this week was like, um, yeah, I was listening to VGA, which by the way, uh, Jared and Evan were both on VGA this year. And honestly, I'm going to say it, killed it this year. Did a tremendous job. Um, I had somebody was like, oh, I was missing T.O. on VGA. So I... Then I remember he had his own podcast. Then I remember in his podcast, he hadn't had a podcast since January. And I was like, cool. Word. Yeah. Word. This is why I say don't talk to me. <laughs> See, we <have> some- <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't look at me. We working on it. We working on it. Well, now it's nah. been worked on. You're listening to this now, hopefully. Yeah, now you're listening, <laughs> yeah. you're listening to this now. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you are at PAX, uh, please uh, holler at them. Let them know yeah. that you enjoy the show. And you want to see more. Um, if you see two big ass smiling doofuses with the same sweatshirts on, you've come to the right place. <laughs> uh, and then Jared's somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <you're wrong>. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is the show. Uh, Emmett, is there anything that you would like to promote? Um, more or less. I mean, of course, welcome to the thing. You're only listen to it. Uh, spoonful podcast show. I do it. Mario, I uh, just did the episode that's going up during my trip earlier today. So you'll listen to that soon. Uh, and also VGU.TV. I know how this is going to sound. This is the craziest thing to just say. We finally finished our game of the year conversations <laughs> at the, in fucking mid-March. Um, Hmm. that shit's going out right now. Uh, it's going to be coming out this Monday after we're recording and pretty much going out that whole week up until, you know, I leave on the trip and I'll just schedule that shit before I leave. Uh, so look forward to all that stuff. And that's more or less all I got. Once I'm done with this trip, things will get back to normal schedule wise and having time for internet content and whatnot. Uh, so look forward to that. Maybe I'll beat a game before I leave for this trip. I don't know. I have three more hours left in the gunk. Maybe I'll beat it. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, pray for me on that. I still got to beat God of War for Christ's sake. So yeah, don't even worry about that shit. I'm doing terrible. I'm doing terrible. But I'm having fun. The gunk. Yeah, I love the gunk. It's a fun game. Shout out Fiona Nova. <laughs> Good voice. The gunk. Uh, Jared, <laughs> Jared, anything that you would like to promote? Uh, besides that review, probably not. I mean, no, that's not true. There's probably gonna be a preview up next week too. Mm-hmm. Um, of a game I liked less. Yeah. Uh, but it's a preview, so you never know. Might have a dog in this fight. I don't think so, but it might. Um, that's probably it. Yeah, I'll be at PAX. If you're gonna be at PAX, I'll be at PAX for a day. I'll be there till Saturday morning. There we go. Oh, okay. So you'll be there just Friday. Uh, I'm coming in Thursday, so I'll be there all day Thursday. Well, I'll miss the very beginning, but I'll be there most of Thursday, all of Friday. I could probably do a little bit of Saturday, um, but I'm flying out at like three. So ah, I got you, I got you. All right, I'll keep that in mind. I will say what's up then. Uh, yeah, uh, you know me. Follow me on Twitter at Turbo Bison. Uh, it's been very weird. I've had <laughs> I've had not a great uh March. Um, 
but it's done the thing like it's done the inverse thing where now it's like okay cool i'm gonna start shooting heat checks so yeah you're gonna follow me there because i'm i'm gonna be doing a lot of dumb stuff including uh i'm probably going to shoot uh this fake ad once we're done recording i mm. i got introduced by i got uh uh uh, a proposition by a game company that you, I guarantee you, if you've watched any YouTube video or any Twitch stream, oh no, heard a name about this RPG that is changing the life of games, which is actually hmm. a predatory practice. Uh, they hmm. offered me, they offered me, uh, I could just, they offered, Ray Shadow Legends offered me hmm. $573 to pitch to, the opportunity to get $573. Uh, so I'm going to use that to talk shit about them um, on Twitter <laughs> by running a fake ad because I literally don't give a fuck. Um, uh, you can't buy me off of Ray Shadow Legends unless you give me actual money and I have to have people download your game. Then maybe I will not talk shit about you. But Wait, you're giving you Raid Shadow Legends books? No fucking way. <laughs> it's uh it's it's really weird. Um I also yeah, saw somebody I was like because the thing, especially like with PAX, the first party I went to was like World of Tanks party, and I've literally never seen World of Tanks in action. Like I I know it makes a lot of money. I can't tell you how. I have a friend who fucking loves World of Tanks. It's that Milsim gang, bro. Like, yeah. oh, I can act like it's fucking World War II? Hell yeah, I'd love to see that. I'm in, yeah. I'm locked in forever. <laughs> yeah. And get jaundice in a trench? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as it's digital. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and stuff. See the dumb things that I do. I'm going to be going hard in the paint, so. There we go. Um, so yeah, uh, I again thank you guys so much. They do a great job. Hopefully, my mic actually works well this time. <laughs> that way, you guys can get this episode. But uh, for Jarrett, for Emmett, my name is TL. This has been Welcome to the Thing. You have been welcomed.